taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yep, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars. And we have today one of my favorite PPC Rockstars, the, um, as, as I like to say, my very favorite Belgian friend, Mr. Frédéric Vallès. Bonjour, hey, Frédéric. Bonjour. Goeie morgen. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. I think this is the first time this year it's through some kind of horrible oversight. Yeah, can you believe it's already uh, this late in the year? No. And talked? No. Been too busy going to conferences, I guess. Exactly. So, um, we have had an auspicious occasion this week. It was the, uh, the uh, I don't know if they, they said it was the fifth annual uh, Google's, Google's marketing uh, partner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was event. the fifth time they did it, but it's, I think, the first time they called it Google Marketing Live, and they keep changing the name year after year, um, which adds to the confusion, but yeah, right. it was like fifth time doing all of those big announcements up on the big stage, and this year was actually huge. Um, so when I showed up at the conference center, I, I was thinking they were going to have a small section of it, but no, uh-huh. it was the whole thing. Uh, I, really- I heard there were, there were 2,500 people in the audience. Yeah, 2,500 in the audience, and then, of course, uh, I did the live stream, which was watched by a lot more people. That's right. From home, and uh, so, yeah. And then they had this amazing sandbox area set up where basically, I think it was like somewhere between 30 and 50 different aspects of Google Ads and Google Marketing were being showcased. And it was really good because we had access to engineers and product managers and nice. um, yeah, really good behind-the-scenes stuff. Very nice. So um, we will be talking about the uh, public announcements. Um, did they talk about things that you can't talk about? Yeah, so here's the thing. That whole event is technically under non-disclosure. Uh-huh. Um, so that means that the only thing we can really talk about is the uh, keynote that was live streamed, so about the first hour and a half worth of content. Um, you know, anything that we talked about in the sandbox area, that's under NDA, unfortunately. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, so just tell me this. Is there more to come that than was discussed publicly, or is was the sandbox just kind of an elaboration of what they discussed publicly? I think there's more to come for sure. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's. I think the keynote was trying to set the big themes for the next year, uh, but obviously there are certain tools and features and enhancements to existing features that kind of piggyback on that whole notion. Um, so one of the key themes that Sridhar Ramaswamy, the, the senior VP of ads for Google, talked about during his keynote was advertising that works for everyone. Uh, and I think people kind of glossed over that statement, but I thought it was uh-huh. really kind of a cool way to, to to say a lot of things in a very short phrase. Right. It basically means that we're continuing to have to produce ads that are relevant for users and useful and, and that you know people actually want to engage with. Uh, but at the same time, I was talking about these ads need to work for all sorts of advertisers. So 
Um, the, there is a lot of complexity these days in Google ads. There's a lot of choices. There's new campaign types they announced and just figuring out what to use. Uh, that can be a challenge. And then, you know, figuring out how to set up your campaign, that can be a challenge. So there's all these barriers for people to really be successful uh, with Google ads. And, and for, for experts like us, it's not that big of a deal, right? But for mm -hmm. people who have done this before, it's kind of confusing. And I think that's what they were saying. We need to make it accessible for any size business, any type of uh, business professional, not just for the people who do PPC on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. That, that was... Um I, I was monitoring PPC chat while I was watching the uh, yeah. the event, and uh, you know the, the the PPC chat people are hilarious. Uh, they're always a little bit snarky, and uh, they were um, talking about the the uh, growth in the number of different ways that um, Google is trying to appeal to non-professionals, and uh, talking about whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for uh, the professionals who do it, as you just des described, do this stuff every day like us. Um, well, let's, let's just run through uh, a couple of the announcements, starting with the... Uh, well, then, can, can we actually, so... Go ahead. Uh, I, I love that topic, right? But, um, but so there's a couple of angles on that. So first of all, I think the PPC professionals are concerned when Google brings out these automations because... If you're an agency or a consultant, it means that now that customer could possibly bypass you and right. do it themselves. Right. Um, but I think the reality is these are clients who may be so small that it's not even really necessarily worth your time to work with them because they just can't pay you at a, at a level that you're going to be happy with as an agency and as a consultant. And so I actually see it as an encouraging thing because you have so many small businesses who don't have the budgets to work with us, who don't have the capacity to do it themselves. And if they've tried it themselves, they've failed horribly. And yes. so they get frustrated by online advertising. And then if they talk to an agency, all of their guards are up already because this hasn't worked for them. And they're like, why are you going to make it work for me? So I think if we can get this type of uh, potential client to have a good experience in the beginning and see that digital marketing actually works, and through the success they're seeing with these automated tools, that actually creates the budget for them to work with an agency or a consultant. I think right. it's actually going to grow the the amount of business that we have access to. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, in fact, my my own personal experience has been in in over the past year, um, whereas I used to have to turn away small businesses simply because I couldn't possibly make any money on uh, charging the management fees for such a small. Uh, spend that they would be spending. Um, more recently, I've taken on clients who uh, just needed help using the now easier to use tools to get started, and uh, then they could be uh, taught and trusted to continue on their own. So I agree 100% with what you're saying. Yeah. So okay. let's see. Where, where should we start with the uh, with the uh, the background of the announcements. Yeah, so um, I think there's a couple of themes, right? So maybe the biggest theme was smart everything. Yeah. So the introduction of the uh, the smart campaign for small business. That announcement was technically before the event, but it, it was reiterated at the event. Then there was the smart shopping campaign, which is really a renaming 
of the goal-oriented shopping campaign. Right. Um, but that one got some new goals. Um, and these new goals are actually quite interesting because it does show that Google understands there's more to life than just driving conversion value. Um, you know, if you have a physical store, you might actually care about people walking into the store and buying stuff in the, in the physical world. Um, <clears throat> if you are doing online advertising, you probably want to spend that budget on acquiring new customers, not just bringing back existing customers. So that's a new goal Google put in there as well in the smart shopping campaigns. Now, wait a minute. I, I missed that one. How How is that expressed by the PPC manager? Yeah, so uh, so these new goals will be available in a couple of months, so you can't look at it right now. Um, but if you have a smart shopping campaign, then <clears throat> the goal that you have right now <clears throat> excuse me, um, okay. is, is basically to optimize your conversion value. Right. Um, at some point in the future, there's going to be two new goals, uh, acquire new customers, and the second one is drive foot traffic, drive store traffic. Interesting. The way that you'll be able to express that is by assigning a value for these types of events. Uh, I'm okay. not exactly sure how Google will be measuring this. I suppose on the new customer, they can measure it through cookies and audience lists. Right. Uh, store visits, I'm not quite sure how they will do it. Interesting. But, uh, but now you set a value. And because you can set a, a value that changes, you can obviously also do a bit of a blending of goals. So you could say if it's a new customer, that's worth 50 bucks. If it's a store visit, it's worth 20 bucks. And if it's a sale online, then it's obviously the value of that shopping basket. Or if you're measuring profitability, then it would be the, the profit for that transaction. Right. So you can actually blend these goals. That, that would be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I, I have been experimenting with what um, Google started out calling uh, optimized shopping campaigns or shopping optimized campaigns and uh, having good luck with it and um, one of the reasons I think that is it's well there, I think there are two reasons why it's working number one uh, I'm using return on ad spend bidding which has matured uh, to the point where it actually works uh, uh, pretty well and the other reason I think it's working is that the shopping ads are being placed on more properties um, in other words whereas Pure shopping ads have been placed on uh, Google.com search partners, and um, if you're using dynamic uh, yeah. remarketing campaigns on the Google Display Network, uh, now they're being extended out to Gmail and YouTube. Exactly. Uh, so um, I've actually seen uh, for e-commerce clients an increase in sales volume uh, with a controlled acceptable return ad spend, which is nirvana. Exactly. Right? And that's the simplicity that Google is talking about, that we no longer have to run four different campaign types to get access to Gmail, to YouTube, to all of these properties, where it does make sense because there are buyers out there, so they can automatically optimize the media mix. And then as the retailer, you can be more focused on, you know, how do I change my offers to make them more compelling? Or how do I optimize my website? So, for example, can I put AMP on so that my landing pages load faster and that right. increase my conversion rate. Right. Uh, hey, speak, have... Speaking of compelling offers, we've got some messages from our sponsors that uh, our listeners are dying to hear. So um, hang, hang with us, everybody, and we'll be right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors.
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, we are back with Frederic Valdez. Uh, Frederic, uh, let's see, we were talking about shopping uh, or, or smart shopping campaigns. Um, that are, are, are those available now? Um, I can't remember whether, whether they're available to everyone or just uh, whitelisted uh, beta testers. Oh, that's a great question. I, I think they're available to everybody, uh, the smart shopping campaigns. And then those two new goals will be coming out later this year. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, I thought that was... Yeah, and I believe that um, as uh, as with all of the uh, new features, the smart shopping campaigns will only be accept, uh, accessible through the new interface, just like, uh, well, it's kind of a moot point since the old interface is going away this month, right? Yeah, yeah, finally. Um, or I, I guess not finally. I guess a lot of people are very sad about that, especially the people on PPC chat. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, that this day did have to come. And it is quite interesting because Google earlier this year had announced that it would happen by the end of the year, which a lot of right. people took as the end of the year. Right. Uh, but now here in July, we'll, we'll be losing it. Right. I, I think they, they might have made that decision because they didn't want the uh, the kind of switchover to take place during what is such a crucial shopping season Yeah. in November, December, or October, November, December. That makes sense. And then, like you said, I mean, so many of these new features now, they are just being built in a new interface. So, you know, advertisers really have to get on the new platform to take advantage of all this. Um, and the other thing they announced was the uh, the new local campaign. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so uh, another interesting one, because uh, all you have to do in this case is basically tell Google what your Google My Business listing is. Um, and then they will surface this primarily through mobile experiences on Google Maps. Um, and so, but yeah, if you basically care about bringing people into your physical store, it's entirely new ad formats, entirely new inventory that you can get access to in no other way besides this new campaign type. So anytime Google gives us more uh, more possible impressions, more possible sales, like I'm all for it. I'm looking at uh, the new interface right now and... Um, 
pretending to create a uh, campaign. And we've got, uh, we're, we're, there used to be, I think, just one or two different goals. Now there are one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, sales leads, website traffic, product and brand consideration, brand awareness and reach, and app promotion. So um, the, the wizard is getting smarter. Yeah, exactly. And then with those uh, brand lift and consideration goals, that's uh, tied into the YouTube campaigns, which have a couple of new changes. So, so yeah, I mean, f- from my perspective, it's just nice to see that Google is acknowledging that there's that variety of business outcomes that people care about um, and then tying them into the different campaign types. Right. Uh, but, but at the same time, I mean, I do see complexity kind of increasing in a way. So, yeah, if you, if you have very simple goals, then maybe one type of campaign is all you need. But most businesses have a variety or a mix of these goals, right? So you, you yeah. actually should be using almost all of these campaigns to really get the results that you want. So, um, and yes, these campaigns individually may be doing a better job about automatically showing ads on the right uh, platforms and channels and, and managing the bids. Um, but th- there's going to be quite a bit of work, I think, for us PPC professionals just like feeding oh, yes. new ad texts. And, uh, and even, David, and this is one point that I've been making in some blog posts recently, and um, I, I kind of picked this up through a Google white paper about their... Uh, automated bidding strategies, but they Uh basically themselves say that if you have a target CPA, that should not be a static value. Um, And that's interesting because I think when a lot of people talk about automated bidding, they see it as I tell Google my goal and then I walk away and hopefully things work out really well. Google's saying like there's there's things in your business that we don't know about and you still have to dial or, or manage that dial, which is now no longer the CPC but it's the CPA target or it's the ROAS target. Um, And so a simple example of that is if you're going to have a sale, um, really great discounts, that's probably going to change your conversion rate. Google would eventually pick up on this by looking at your conversion data, but it might take them two or three days to figure out that, hey, something changed. All of a sudden, this conversion rate is much better. Um, And so if you wait two, three days, that's basically a wasted opportunity. And so Google's saying for that, sale, you might want to tell us ahead of time that you want to have a more aggressive cost per acquisition sure. ROAS. Sure. And and an, another simple example is um, uh, taking into consideration seasonality. Um, and another, another example is I, I, I find that um, even a lot of professionals don't realize that um, when one sets a ROAS goal for ROAS uh, automated bidding or CPA goal for CPA targeted, um, one does not simply switch it to the desired uh, value if that value is far different from the value that's been experienced. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So um, I've, I've always you found gradually. you have to, have to change them gradually over time. Um, so, for example, I, I think I found that uh, the, the percentage or the ideal or, or maximum percentage change for ROAS or CPA is like 10, 15% before uh, letting it uh, learn and normalize and then making another change. Exactly, because that anytime you talk, yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense because if you make these drastic changes, well, all of a sudden it's no longer just the bids being managed, but it's also the query mix could be changing and that could have a dramatic effect on conversion rates and then the system gets confused. So. 
you know, that's why we try to never shock the system with too many changes at once. Um, and that's actually one thing Optimizer. So my company, Optimizer, we build PPC management tools. Um, and we've, we have this rule engine where people have been historically managing CPC bids, but now you can use it to manage target CPA and target ROAS bids. Really? And so what you explained, um, so yeah, you could go in and over the course of the next six weeks, gradually move your CPA target to where you want it to be. Or you could set up a rule and optimizer and say, well, you know, start with a 10% change. And then uh, a week later, if things are going well, move it a little bit more and just keep doing that automatically. Mm. Um, and then the system could be smart enough that it picks up on, okay, maybe we now went a little bit too far with that change. So actually dial it back. So all of that can now be automated through our tools. Nice. Yeah. Hey, when we come back from the next break, I, I want to talk more about uh, the future of Optimizer. But um, I, I don't want to. I want to make sure that we cover uh, a couple more things from the announcement. One is uh, for shopping campaigns, uh, the ability for a merchant to set up a shopping campaign without using an explicit merchant feed. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, how did that go exactly? Yeah. So Google announced what they call automated feeds. Um, and these will be rolling out in Latin America this year, and then eventually they will bring it to other markets. Um, but it's basically the notion, again, about advertising that works for everyone. While it turns out not every retailer knows how to create a merchant feed, uh, but they might still have a website, right? So Google's mm -hmm. going to start scraping these websites, building a feed for you, and then you can plug that into a smart shopping campaign with a very simple ROAS goal or just a, a maximized value goal. And so basically with very little work, you as an advertiser, as a retailer, you can start participating in shopping ads. And by the way, shopping ads, these now account for more than 60% of clicks from Google wow. uh, for retailers in the US, right? So clearly if you sell stuff, you gotta be doing this. Yeah. This is making it easier to do it. Wow. That's that's an incredible statistic. Yeah, hey, right. listen, let's um Let's uh, pause here for, for uh, words from our sponsors. And when we come back, as I said, I want to hear about uh, the, the future of Optimizer. So um, stay with us and listeners don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. 
Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, we're back with Frederic Valles, and um, we uh, I know that third-party uh, tool providers are uh, have have cognitive dissonance when it comes to Google's announcements. Uh, on the one hand, uh, Google tends to uh, make changes that. Uh, 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 might even supersede the value of, of third-party tools. On the other hand, uh, the the capabilities usually make their way into the API and the third-party tool vendors, if they're if they're sharp and on their on the ball, will take advantage of the the new capabilities and build upon them. So, um, is that going to be happening with Optimizer? And can you give us a few hints about what we could see in the future? Yeah, and I think that last point you made, David, is really critical. It's not just about taking the API and replicating the functionality. It is about building on top of that and doing something better. So um, so Optimizer, my company, has the, uh, the fortunate position that we tend to work with PPC experts, people who do PPC on a day-to-day basis, who are agencies. So we get to build to a little bit of a more sophisticated level than Google Ads in general. Um, and so that allows us to take tools to the next level. So, so things we've done in the past is we make it really easy to have single keyword ad groups. Um, we make it super easy to make broad match modified keywords. And, and these are simple things, right? But if you had to do it manually, you'd be going to the AdWords editor, spending at least 10 minutes on that. This is 10 minutes you no longer have to dedicate to that. Stuff like reporting. We automate reports that took five hours in the past. Now you can do these in a couple of minutes and be done with your monthly reporting. So we'll certainly be building on that. Um, But yeah, it's fascinating because as Google automates more and more stuff, the question of course is what can we still do that adds value? Um, And and I'm sort of a fundamental believer that there's nobody in the world who can do a better job at bid and budget management than Google itself because they have- I agree with you. Exactly. They have great data. They they build the machine learning systems. Uh, But here's the most critical point. They are the only company that can do real-time bidding. Right. Uh, now, th- there might be other news coming from Google uh, with regards to that, so stay tuned. Okay. Uh, but for now, for now, that's sort of the position that, that Google is in, right? So they can, they're the only ones that can do that real-time bidding. Um, so I believe advertisers, by and large, should be relying on these systems. But we should also understand the limitations of all this machine learning. Um, and so, by the way, Optimizer does a lot of machine learning algorithms of our own that are separate from Google. So mm-hmm. you can actually kind of get a different opinion on the same thing using different machine learning uh, techniques. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, remind me about what uh, Optimizer does for shopping campaigns. Yeah, so Optimizer has great functionality for shopping campaigns, anything from building out the perfect structure very easily uh, to maintaining that structure. So as your merchant feed is changing and you start selling different products, making sure that those products fall in the right product group rather than going into a bucket of everything else. Uh-huh. Um, and that's bad, by the way, if, if things go into everything else because you're not managing the bids correctly at that point. Um, and then we have this amazing bidding technology. So we can help you bid based on attributes of any product. So regardless of how you've structured your campaign, you could come to us and you could say, hey, I'm kind of curious, is the performance of different sizes of products, does that differ? Um, and we'll tell you, we'll tell you a size 10 and a half shoe sells much better than a size nine. So you might want to raise bids and that will help you change those bids. But nice. then the next day you might come back and you might say, actually, today I care about the color of the product or the combination 
of uh, the gender plus the size. We'll do that analysis on the fly and we'll let you change bids based on what we find. Very, very nice. I'm, I, uh, I am a user of Optimizer and I'm very impressed by all of the work you've done. So kudos. Thank you. Yeah, hey, look. This is fun, right? So uh, you yeah. know, when Google announces something, it's, uh, we get to sit down and be like, hey, how do we get to make this one teeny tiny bit better? One, one new thing, by the way, David, that we have that users will really like. There's going to be a new product from us. So it's not part of the Optimizer uh, core offering, but it's an ad builder. Um, so if you have a structured feed, whether that be a spreadsheet or an XML file of inventory of services that you offer, we're going to be able to run all of that through a template, automatically generate campaigns, ad groups, keywords, uh, ads, and all the different ad formats that exist. Nice. And and then manage that through inventory. So you might be able to say, hey, listen, if I uh, if I'm a hotel and I only have 20 rooms available in this location, then I don't want to advertise for it. But if I have 100 rooms available, then I do want to advertise for ah. it. Automatically inventory manage that, take the right ad groups online and offline, um, and really make sure that you're connecting to customers when you actually want to sell to them. Very, very nice. Well, we are out of time. Uh, I do wish you continued success, and uh, I do appreciate your being on today. Um, looking forward to have you on soon uh, sometime before the end of the year and uh, hope to see you soon and listeners uh, thanks for being with us today Uh, come back soon for another episode of PPC Rockstars the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.